Well, here we are. Judgment Day came. Judgment Day went. Kind of like the Pac-12. Come and gone. You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Locked On Pack 12. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin. Thank you so much for making this your first listen or your first view of the day. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, and your number one source to stay up to date with our conference-free, beloved conference of champions, school-free, institution-free. How best to phrase it? Not entirely certain. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Please and thank you wherever you, wherever you listen to or watch the show. Bonus episode of of the show today. Um, I'm supposed to be on vacation. I cannot be on vacation with this story taking place. I have so many thoughts. I'm going to try and condense them into as small a show as I can. Um, I'm not my usual setup. I hope I sound and look well enough for you all to see and hear uh, where I am, where I'm doing the show from specifically irrelevant, what is relevant. Is it Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten? The Pac-12 implosion is happening as I record this show. Utah and Arizona State are going to apply for membership. Arizona's already been cleared. And everyone else is just going to be left to the win. Uh, my first reaction is I'm surprised, but not as surprised as I could have been. Now, I have long held the belief and have talked on this show how the Big Ten can tank the Pac-12 anytime they want. And guess what? They decided that they wanted to, and so they did. And today was one of the craziest news mornings I have ever, ever seen. I have not seen decisions that affect hundreds, if not thousands of people at these schools and millions of people elsewhere changing the winds in the sales for one movement picking up and then another one picking up every 10 minutes to 15 minutes. By the hour, we had four different conflicting reports about what was going to happen. The Pac-12 at one point looked like it was going to get a grant of right side. Nope, that didn't happen. It was Big Ten. When I recorded last night, when I recorded the show from earlier today, it looked like Arizona was going to the Big 12, that Oregon and Washington were going to the Big Ten. And then everybody else, we didn't really know, but you'd assume they'd follow suit. But who was going to move first? And then we woke up in the morning and everyone was reporting, yep, there's been a shift in the tide and the Pac-12 is going to hang on. And they are not. The, the, league, the league is toast. This is going to be the last year of the Pac-12 as we know it and probably of the Pac-12 period. Because as of now, there are going to be four schools in it and that's not enough. And I, I, I just don't see, I'll, I'll get to what's next later, but off the top reactions here. I think this stuff stinks. Spencer, you're an Oregon fan. You should be happy. Why? Well, cause your team's going to have relevance and your team's going to have money and all this sort of stuff. Oregon could have been relevant in the pack. Just fine. Oregon's got plenty of money. Yeah. I understand they get more, they get assurance, they get stability in the big 10. That's ultimately what this came down to, which I'll get to in a sec. But make no mistake about it. 
I've talked about this stuff for a long time. It's interesting. It's the biggest story in the conference. In no way, shape, and form, shape or form do I enjoy this. Absolutely not. I, I, am, I am a college football fan first, and I do not like what is happening to our sport. I don't like it. Am I still going to watch? Yes, because I love the sport and the fundamental principle of rooting for the Ducks or whoever you root for on, on Saturdays. That still exists. It's still going to be there. But I do not care for this. I do not care for, and it's not because I host Locked On Pac-12, right? A number of you, which is actually very touching for me. Like, seriously, it means a lot when people reach out and say, hey, are, like, are you going to be okay? Are you going to, you know, still have a show? What's going to happen? I'm going to figure something out. I'm not worried about any of that sort of stuff. You don't need to worry about me. I'm not going to be hungry on the streets. I'm not going to be unemployed. I'm not going to fade out of the out of the world of the sports talk in the sports talk realm. I'm not that, that that's not going to happen. Okay, I can assure you of that. So that's not where my frustration comes in. My frustration comes in in that I have been a college football fan my whole life, and I've rooted for this conference my whole life, and it's always been kind of an us versus the world mentality in the sense that we have been so detached from the rest of the college football world and we've been trying to just fight to stay relevant and we were getting there we we were making honest to god progress usc had hired lincoln riley ucla had chip kelly oregon and washington were the strong brands up north you had rising brands like oregon state dion at colorado the arizona schools i mean you i didn't even mention utah because that's just kind of how this works but and you said i think youth fans understand that I have just watched this conference set itself up to be in the best position possible. And now the, the factors that are going to take it away after this season are not ones that I'm comfortable with. I am not opposed to change. I am not the guy who opposes change to be against the masses or to be a counterculture guy. I oppose change when I don't think it is healthy for the sport or staying true to what makes the sport the most enjoyable product for fans. That's my objection here. I, I'm not sitting here telling you, I, I've had people send me messages, friends or people on Twitter. Um, also quick note for people on Twitter, sending me tweets of breaking news. I I'm, I'm aware of the breaking news. Uh, just as like a general word, but I have people say, Oh, what about, you know, the idea of Oregon playing Ohio state, Oregon playing Michigan. What about Oregon and their cool uniforms and a whiteout against Penn State? One of my closest friends texted me that. Dude, Oregon with cool uniforms and a whiteout at Penn State. I get that it's awesome. I also don't give, this is a G-rated show, so I'm not going to say what I actually like to say, but I don't give a rip about Penn State. I don't care. Because I haven't watched Oregon play Penn State since I was five. That's what I care about. That we as a country and as a fan base of this sport had built something that meant something to people. And now it's being taken away for greed, money, and television. And I think that sucks. I think it really sucks. I do. And, and by the way, this is the only show that I'm going to record for a while. Cause again, I was supposed to be on vacation, but I know all of you were, Wanting to see a show. I've been wanting to get this stuff out. So hopefully this is all going to work. Um, but like my, my, my straight up reaction here is this sucks. 
I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I was not a fan of USC and UCLA leaving. I'm not a fan of Oregon and Washington leaving. I don't like getting rid of tradition of history. I, 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 I don't, I don't like that. It took a long time to build up. And now I want to pivot to my point of great frustration here. I am now speaking directly. I mean, to everybody, of course, but <laughs> I guess that was kind of dumb, but I'm speaking emphatically to Oregon State fans and Washington State fans. And we don't know really what's going to happen with Stanford and Cal, but the Oregon State and Washington State fans, I I feel so bad for them. I am being straight up with you. I texted several Oregon State friends or colleagues I know that cover the beeves, and I just said, I'm so sorry, because that sucks. You know why that sucks? Here's why. Oregon State and Washington State. Those sorts of schools exist in every conference. They're smaller, they're more remote, they're not big markets, they're not big brands, and their fans generally have an understanding of what the expectations are, of what their programs can be and what they would like them to be. And Oregon State and Washington State, for the last several years, have done nothing on the football field but make the right decisions. It started with Washington State hiring Mike Leach, and it started with Oregon State hiring Jonathan Smith. All they have done is gone out and made the right hires, made investments in their program, navigated the NIL and portal space as best they can, set themselves up to continue to succeed, and their reward is that they might get relegated to the Mountain West and put in financial turmoil within their athletic department and be playing at a lower level of competition. The only silver lining there is the highest ranked G5 champion gets into the playoff. You bet your butts I'll be rooting for Oregon State and Washington State to do that in the future if that is in fact where they end up and it seems like the most likely destination. But, you know, my, my mom is wonderful. And she has instilled many a great messages into my brother and myself that have allowed us to succeed in life. And one of them is that life is about choices. And that if you make good choices in life, you will give yourself a better chance for success. So that is a fundamental value of mine. In everything that I do. What happens to me, what happens for me or against me, it's a reflection of my choices. People flame me because of a bad opinion. I chose to make that opinion. If I get blowback because I said something that maybe I shouldn't have, thankfully I haven't had that situation, that's because of a choice that I made. And that applies to my personal life as well. It's about choices. And Oregon State and Washington State have made the right choices and they're going to be punished in all likelihood. I hope that that doesn't happen. But that's the way it seems. There has been no indication at this time that they will get picked up by the Big 12 or any other Power 5 conference. And yeah, the Mountain West is a good G5 league, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And I've watched them make good choices over the last several years. Oregon State has been undergoing a massive renovation of their football stadium. You know why? Because they care. Have I been annoyed with Beaver fans many times throughout my life? Absolutely. Including for the last several months, I got a buddy who puts the score as his Twitter name every time Oregon State beats the Ducks. 
I get it. And yeah, it's annoying, but guess what? That's what makes it fun, that there's something on the line that is personal and indescribable and distinguishable from professional sports that you get at the college ranks that you can't get elsewhere. And that is now going to be stripped away. And it started with USC and UCLA. And look, the line of people to blame, Larry Scott, George Klyovkov, Pac-12 presidents, Fox, USC. Those are your heavy hitters for who to blame here. I, I understand Oregon and Washington making the move. Financial stability, exposure, credibility, conference pedigree, everything about that. I understand them making that move and that they felt forced into that situation. Like Colorado felt forced to go to the Big 12. It's been Pac-12 mismanagement and ineptitude for the last 15 years. Bad decision after bad decision. It has spanned both commissioners, but boy, it started with Larry Scott. There was a quote, Mike Varell, who I think works for the Seattle Times, was talking to a Washington state senator who said that, uh, boy, the world is changing out here on the West Coast as we know it. And all started with that loser that they hired back in the day. Amazing quote. But I don't like when programs do what they should and everything they can, especially when your programs that have to do more with less and who are not a power broker in the league and all they're doing is making the most of it, making the best of it, making the right hires, making investments, caring, their fans showing up, the donors and boosters they do have showing up and supporting the programs and the student athletes. I hate that, man. I, I, I hate that so much. I'm not going to boycott college football. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But am I going to watch it and think, I wish it could go back to the way it was every single day starting September 2024, once this all becomes finalized? I, I, think, it, I think it stinks. As for Stanford and Cal, unclear as to what's going to happen there. If the Big Ten decides they want to go to 20, Stanford can be an option. It seems like if only one were to get pit, plucked for a power five, excuse me, for a power five, it'd be Stanford over Cal. But I mean, their two futures up in the air. Maybe they'd be okay going to the Mountain West. Maybe they go independent. Maybe they end up in the Big Ten. I don't know. I don't think they've got great futures there. But I feel for them and the fans who care about those programs. But I feel even more for Oregon State and Washington State, because they, they they didn't have a choice here. You know, Cal and Stanford could have positioned themselves better to be realignment targets given the media market that they're in, but they made the wrong decisions. They lost support as years went on, and it just felt like they were just kind of blah about athletics, so they might not be as appealing right now. But I, I just, the Beavs and the Cougs did what they were supposed to do. I mean, everyone's always understood it's the haves and the have-nots in college football. And Oregon State and Washington State and their fans, they understand just fine that they are more of a have-not. But you know what they've been doing? Making the most of it. And Oregon State was, yeah, a hotter team on the rise than Washington State for sure. Cougs are kind of in a nice spot. And when I watch Jake Dickert talk, first of all, I love Jake Dickert. I'm going to root for that guy wherever he goes. He's been asked about this stuff. He has been honest. He has been open. 
And he has also remained committed to his school. And the way that he is phrasing this entire conversation is entirely correct. Go find him on Twitter. I'm sure you can. It's not that hard. But what he is saying, I completely sympathize with and agree with. And, you know, one thing he brought up that I've thought about is what happens to the game formerly known as the Civil War and what happens to the Apple Cup? They could stick around. It's not impossible they go away. But here's the problem. They're never going to be the same. They'll never feel the same. They're never going to be of grand importance. Washington and Washington State, several years ago, I think it was 2018 when the Cougs won 11 games with Mike Leach. Guess what? They were playing for the right to go to the Pac-12 championship game. Can't have that anymore. Oregon and Oregon State, 2009. You know what they were playing for? The right to go to the Rose Bowl. That'll never happen again. Even if the game continues, the stakes are going to be lower. And that sucks. Because the geography, the regionality, and the history have always been the factors that have made college football a different viewing product from the NFL. And we are now taking that away. Do I understand why? Of course. I, I, I get it. It doesn't mean I have to like it. You can understand something. You know, I don't need people to come in the comment section, which, by the way, probably not going to be responding to comments. There are just going to be too many. I already know. If you want to say something to me, positive or negative, I don't really care. Shoot me a message on Twitter at Smalls underscore 55 or at LO underscore Pac-12. DMs and mentions wide open, whatever. DMs probably the easiest way. But YouTube comments, I, I have a feeling this video is going to take off and get a bunch of comments and such. But that is a frustration of mine. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice right now because that's how I feel about it. But your program's set up well for success. I don't care. I, I get that they can succeed in the Big Ten and that there's stability and assurance, and I get that. But the totality of events that have led to this point are what are what are driving my frustration. That's 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 just where I'm at. So I think that sucks. It, it, it felt like, you know, I've talked about for a while, Big Ten has the power to tank the pack anytime they want. Here they are. They did just that. They delivered the final blow. You know, for a hot second there, it looked like the pack was going to survive until the Big Ten got back involved. I think the pack was going to, just by a sliver there, based on the reports, fend off the Big 12. I think they were going to do that, but they were never going to be able to fend off the Big Ten. Not once USC and UCLA left. And yet, I mean, USC is a massive villain and deserves a lot of blame and guilt for everything that's happening and all this sort of stuff. They've orchestrated it behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. Uh, I mean, that, that's just the way that it has gone down. And look, I mean, it makes him a fun villain in college sports for a lot of people. It's going to be quite the season of football in the Pac-12, but... Yeah, I mean, I've I've just... I've watched this conference since I was a kid. Um, I think it sucks. I, I I think it. I think it really sucks. I mean, since I was, I mean, my my, my whole life. I, I my whole life, everything I can remember as a sports fan, it's always about the pack. College football's always been my favorite sport, and it's why I feel so privileged and honored to have this show and others that allow me to talk about it. 
and I'm grateful to all of you for, for all that. And, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the show or me, but like I said, you don't need to worry about me, you know, financially, professionally, like I'm, I'm going to be okay. All right. I, I, I promise all of you that. And I've, I've loved doing the show. It's going to continue all through the season. So it's not, you know, going away uh, in the immediate, immediate future, but you know, barring a miracle for the conference, there's not going to be a locked on pack 12 because there's not going to be a pack 12. So, you know, we'll just kind of have to wait and see how that all plays out. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I've got any other thoughts that I wanted to share. Um, obviously this is a very impromptu show, just kind of live reaction and thoughts and, and everything. And, you know, it's, it's an evolving world. I get that changes have always been made. I'm, I'm a free market capitalist. So I understand how these decisions get made and why it just means I don't particularly care for them because, you know, Colin Coward had a take the other day before this news came out about, um, and in his rant, he, he included the fact that, you know, college sports is starting to look more like the professional game, Already, I almost threw up in my mouth because he's right. I I don't need everything to look the same. I like that product. I like that one sport's different from from another. I like that there's a uniqueness. I like that there's a different feel. I don't need everything to be the same. I don't need every food in the world to just try and resemble a cheeseburger. I love a good cheeseburger. I eat a lot of cheeseburgers. I don't need you to take a steak and try and make it into a cheeseburger because I like cheeseburgers and I also love steak. I'm not a vegetarian if that wasn't clear, but I don't need you taking a perfectly cooked ribeye and saying, let's make this ground beef a little bit and then just kind of dress it up and make it closer to a cheeseburger. Cause you know, cheeseburgers, they, they sell a lot of those and they make a lot of money and whatnot. Like, yeah, I know. I love cheeseburgers. I love the NFL. I watch the NFL, but I love college football. And college football is that steak that you're turning into a cheeseburger. I, I, I like cheeseburgers, but sometimes I just want a steak. And those two things are very different. So, uh, yeah, Stanford and Cal, I, I, I don't know. I, I could see every outcome from cutting the athletics department to joining the Ivy league or the big 10 or the ACC or the mountain West. I mean, you, you, you tell me your guess is as good as mine. I don't have any inside information on that front, but yeah, I just, I Oregon state fans, Washington state fans today are sad, frustrated, disappointed and angry. They didn't do anything. All, all, all they did was support their program. Ask to make the right hires, which they have. Everything that you would want them to do to succeed and be competitive. And try to put together those every now and then magical seasons where they're, you know, a legitimate contender in one way or another. And now they're just going to get... I, I, I would love for the Big 12 to pick them up. I've seen no indication the Big 12 wants to go beyond 16. So I think that uh, I think that sucks. It's going to be quite a year in the Pac-12. I mean, 
you're going to add a lot of spice, interest, and intrigue to these storylines, um, you know, with all these matchups and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, talking about the Big Ten and, you know, how I've always said they have the power to tank the pack whenever they want, I thought it would come in the next round. But it's here, and it's because the media deal wasn't good enough, and Oregon and Washington wanted stability, security, and certainty. And I get that. They're acting in a self-interested manner. It's like the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean when the Pirates take the Black Pearl and Jack, Spar- Jack Sparrow's left at the Isla del Muerto, and he's got nowhere to go but back to the British Royal Navy and then to the gallows. And he's just sitting there, and he says, they've done what's right by them. Can't ask for more than that. I think that's kind of where most people are landing on Oregon and Washington is they, they they had a better option and they took it on, on the media rights front and, you know, good, good for them. They get to go to the big 10 and try to win that conference with Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state, Wisconsin, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington. Good luck winning that conference. It's not going to be easy. Um, yeah, a lot of different angles to cover this from. Like I said, this was supposed to be my vacation time. <laughs> but I wanted to come on and do a show for you all. Um, like I said, I, I I truly, truly appreciate all you who have tuned in uh, so often. Uh, you've helped me in in my career by, by doing so. And you can continue to help by doing so. Because like I said, this is not the last episode of Lockdown Pack 12. So next week, uh, Monday through Thursday. There are going to be shows that I taped earlier this week uh, that are record predictions for the football season because uh, that's something I can do ahead of time. That's how I did when I <laughs> how I did it for this vacation last year, and this is just a different news cycle, and this is the way it goes. But at some point in time, you know, I'll I'll be back talking about this uh, on the air. But this this show in and of itself, given the internet I'm operating with, is going to take quite a while to. Uh, to, to, to finish and put together, but, uh, happy, happy to do the one, uh, not going to do any more, not going to do any of locked on ducks, uh, and such. So you guys are just gonna have to be patient. This is just how it worked out. Um, not how I expected to plan to, to spend this vacation when, you know, we planned it however many months ago, I thought this would all be wrapped up. I thought it would end differently. It obviously did not, but uh, when when the most powerful conference in America, the Big Ten, comes calling, it's kind of hard to turn them down. So that's that's where that's where we landed. I uh, just um, obviously I didn't I didn't prep anything to come on to the show. Like I put together the graphic, but I I just coming on here and just sharing thoughts. So I'm just trying to make sure that I've uh, that I've got them all out. Um, I hope everything goes as well as it possibly can for the schools that don't currently have a conference home, but I, I, I can't assure any of that in any way, shape or form. So that's where we're at. I'm sure there are a lot of people gleeful today at the demise of the PAC 12. Good for you, Sparky. You won't find me being one of those people. Uh, you'll never find me being someone who'll root for the demise of a conference. I never wanted Oklahoma and Texas to leave the big 12. Never wanted USC and UCLA to leave, but this is the world that we're in. It's about change, aggression, forward thinking, and oh yeah, the the almighty dollar as well. And that's what it all came down to. And 
chickens are coming home to roost from the Larry Scott era. This is what it looks like. And yeah, I'll be shocked if the conference has a, has a league after, after the season, but Hey, you know, as we all know, I've been wrong before, but I think that's, I think that's as good a place as any to, uh, to leave it for now. Um, Again, I'm not going to go through the YouTube comments on this one. I I, I just get the sense it's going to be too busy. Uh, I mean, I, and like I said, I'm on vacation. I'm surrounded by things that calm me down and people I enjoy being with. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. But Twitter at smalls underscore 55 DMs. Share your thoughts with me. Uh, happy to engage with you there. This will be the last show I record live for a while. So actual football content coming at you next week, starting on Monday. Appreciate everyone listening. I will see you next time. And until then, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.